0: Welcome to Community Association Car Chat the number one nationally recognized community association video podcast. Join your hosts David Velasco and Steve Roderick, advisors at JGS Insurance, a Baldwin Risk partner. Every Monday as they catapult the multifamily industry forward by providing education and information about a host of topics that affect the community association world today. You can watch the show every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern live on linkedin or listen wherever you get your podcast as dave and steve give you your weekly dose of laughter and learning from the best in the industry let's get into this week's episode with our very special guest
1: good morning steve it's a wonderful
2: monday it's chilly and we are on car chat so who do we have as a guest today outstanding, David. I am so glad that you asked, David, because today we have Mr. Brendan Murphy, and he is an estimator and project manager at Old Philadelphia. Thank you for being with us today. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and and what you do at Old Philadelphia?
3: Thanks for the intro, Steve, and thanks for having me on, David. So Old Philadelphia Associates, we're a masonry restoration and waterproofing company founded in 1986. We're a minority woman-owned business And we are union affiliated. We are in Local 1 of Pennsylvania and Delaware and Local 5 of New Jersey. Those are the bricklayers and allied craft workers unions. And I'm an estimator and project manager. I attend pre-bid meetings, meet with engineers and customers, figure out what they're looking for, price the work, put together schedules, submittals, all that kind of stuff.
1: Now, let us know just a little bit about you personally, like beside preventing facades from falling off the the high rises in old Philadelphia city. What do you like to do on the weekends? My personal
3: hobbies, I love the golf. I love to ski. Those are my two things that take up most of my time. I love history. You know, going to museums, you know, walking around old city, anything involving art. All Philly sports. Uh, all right. Yeah.
1: Now, so tell us. You, you you just said something that caught my attention. You mentioned that your company is union affiliated. But why is that so important to use a union shop in I don't know cities like Philly?
3: Oh, well, that's a good question, David. There's a, many benefits. So the unions offer a great training program for the apprentices so they attend classes every week and learn the trade and there's continuing education for them so our guys are the best in the business they're really well trained and well educated in in their field second of all working with unions you know you're just going to have you know top notch safety and you're going to be working with legit companies with unions you know the guys aren't going to be you know forced to do anything that they're uncomfortable with doing in terms of safety and they're just going to be the best guys that you can get finally i would say that in the in the city it's good to use union companies especially for our sort of work which is mostly exterior because you know, it's so, so visible by everyone where you never know who's, you know, walking by and looking at who's doing the work and checking on their safety conditions, things like that. Could be OSHA violations, and you just don't want that to be affiliated with your building. So it's just better to work with the union shop, especially in the cities, to avoid that sure. kind of issue.
2: What does maintenance on the exterior of buildings look like for, for high rises in, in, in Old City?
3: Yeah, so it's important for people to recognize that all building materials have a lifespan. So, really, every year. They should be doing inspections, checking on, you know, their sealants around the windows, see if they're cracked, checking on their paint, see if that's deteriorating at all, delaminating.
1: So you mentioned something because I was going to ask you, how often should we perform? You just said yearly basis is great. But what's the typical things that you see as a failure point on a high rise building, for example?
3: You know, typical things that we see, like I mentioned before, like joint sealants around windows and doors, typical, they can fail after 10 to 20 years. And that can just look like either cracking or separating from you know the substrate. Now you mentioned
2: you mentioned before that building materials have have a lifespan, but I guess a lot of associations don't really realize that. How can how can maintenance be more cost effective than than repairs? Can can you speak to that a little bit? I mean, is it, is it better to, to maintain what's there than than wait for it to fail and, and just replace?
3: Right, absolutely. So like you said, Steve, maintenance is going to be cheaper than doing a full replacement okay. project down the line so basically for example like in a parking garage if you have a crack in your deck and you don't take care of it salt water is just going to continue to seep in there and people don't realize it until it's too late and they have you know bigger issues and then that's going yeah. to them money down the line.
1: So, here's a little bit of a curveball for you, and I don't want to get you into any kind of hot water, but uh, I would like to have your genuine opinion. What is for you, like, the most challenging thing about working with a community association?
3: Uh, that's a good question, David. That's a good question. Steve came up with it. uh, As I was saying before, it can be hard just to have the budget for the association. Some, Some associations are better than others about budgeting for maintenance items. But as I was saying before, some associations just don't think about it until it becomes a failure. And then you have to, you know, really scramble to find the money to, to pay for this kind of repair. Other things are just, you know, conflicting board members. Some are on board with doing maintenance. Some, you know, would rather save that money for something else or wait until it fails. And you have to kind of educate board members as well for them to plan a lot of these concepts.
2: Absolutely. So a lot of property managers, management executives, management companies, they, they they watch these interviews, right? And so do you have any advice from, from your perspective as a professional, as a, as a vendor, as a service provider for the managed world? Do you have any advice for them about the maintenance aspect of things?
3: Well, I would say, as I've been saying this whole time, just to repair things before it becomes a big failure because, you know, just preventive maintenance is huge. It'll cost you way less to to do something. All right.
1: Well, thank you very much for, for all that and uh, Steve like I'm going to sort of a curveball like you what do you find to be the most challenging thing to deal with a board or a community association well I, I got
2: it you know it's a little bit of a curveball thank you David the most the most challenging is, is effective communication For from what we do. it's really trying to trying to bring information to the boards trying to bring information to the unit owners that's really what I believe is the most important and it can be the most challenging trying to get people on board especially the condo associations where it's you know there's there there's pride and ownership but but they don't always mm-hmm. want to hear bad news so it's, it's difficult to communicate that, to get to get the message across when it, when it isn't favorable. But it's important. These, these are their investments. So so in order to, to really, really protect your investment, we have to communicate. We have to provide information. So, so to get those messages, that I, that's the biggest challenge for, for me. Okay. Well, while you're at it, why don't you take us home now? Well, Brendan, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing with us. We like to give our guests an opportunity to thank somebody who who's maybe been influential in their career, their life, their path. It could be a charity, maybe a mentor. Can can you maybe share with us and our viewers Somebody who's been important in, in, in your path Okay, yeah, thank you
3: guys for having me on the show I'd like to shout out Mike Miller, he's been my mentor for the past five years since I've been in the office. And you know, anytime I have a question, he's always there for me. I'd also like to shout out Tyler Logar. He's with Joseph B. Callahan Engineers, but he's kind of encouraged me to get involved in CAI
1: and thanks to him here on your show. Terrific. I know one of them too. Look forward to meet the second one. And uh, Steve, Brandon, we'll see you around next week for another Car Chat, guys. Thanks, David. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me on. All right. See you around. All right.
0: Thanks for listening to Community Association Car Chat Podcast. The number one nationally recognized Community Association video podcast. Go ahead and hit subscribe to get the latest podcast delivered straight to your phone or tablet each week. And remember, you can watch us live on LinkedIn every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern on the Community Association Car Chat LinkedIn page.